welcome to episode number 14 of BYOB, Be Your Own Bliss, the podcast. I am your host, Lisa Thruston, and today is a solo episode. It is something that has been popping up for me again lately, and then I know it's time for me to start talking about it, and we're talking about loving ourselves. More specifically, how do we love our body when change happens, and how do we start to process that maybe the ideal that we've been striving for isn't quite so ideal. So really just kind of a little bit of a forewarning too, if this feels triggering in any way, then by all means, save it for when you're in a safer, healthier headspace. Otherwise, I would love to have you join me on this episode. Let's start talking about how awesome you are outside of just some arbitrary numbers. So if you're ready, let's get to the good stuff. I am so glad to have you joining me for another episode of BYOB. And we are going to talk today about acceptance, the power of being you, the power of accepting yourself just as you are right now, full stop. This, like most podcast episodes, was uh, brought about by a shopping trip. Um, in the process of getting my website photos, my social media photos updated, and that also necessitated updating my wardrobe a little bit. And it meant kind of trying on some old stuff, seeing that it didn't fit, and that mini spiral that happens when you realize, oh, my quote unquote skinny stuff doesn't fit. What does that say about me? Well, I'm going to, spoiler alert, what it says about me is that my body has changed. Yay! Congratulations! Your body is supposed to change. It's supposed to go through these cycles, these ebbs and flows. And right now, it's in the process of really figuring out where it needs to be. Feeling pretty confident that where I am right now is kind of like my body's natural, where I don't tend to, my weight doesn't tend to fluctuate a whole lot, but it allows me to enjoy pizza with my sister and ice cream when I'm feeling it. Or now that the Halloween candy is out, a little fun size or two after dinner. It allows me to live a life where I don't have to worry about every single thing every bite that goes into my mouth, every workout, whether it was measured as hard enough or enough, and where I don't have such a transactional relationship. So when I first kind of felt and noticed that things were changing, it was hard, not gonna lie. That first thought is, people are gonna think I've given up. What are people gonna say when they saw me maybe a year or two past and now they're going to see me now, they're really going to say, oh my gosh, she let herself go. Because like all of us, I was getting a lot of validation and a lot of praise for being what everybody assumes is healthy, which is basically skinny, right? I wouldn't think a lot of us would disagree that our physical outward appearance is kind of the basis for a lot of people to judge how healthy or not we are. And that is totally not something that you can judge just by looking at somebody. 
in a lot of respects, allowing my body to change and to kind of find its natural was letting go of a dream. Spent a lot of years being told and believing that by getting to a certain size, by getting my body to look a certain way, I was going to be more acceptable. Was also going to guarantee me more of a dream life where it was going to, you know, get me all of the clients I could ever want. It was going to get me a relationship of my dreams. It was going to get me X, Y, and Z. And it didn't. And I won't lie, looking back at old pictures of myself, there is that little twinge of, oh, wow, look at you. How could you ever think that that wasn't good? But then I look a little closer at those photos and the Lisa in those photos was not happy. There was a lot of struggle in those photos that you can't capture on film or digitally or however you're taking pictures. It doesn't capture my complete and total immersion in this, what can I eat? What can't I eat? How can I work out? How much did I work out? Did I do enough? It was all my focus was on controlling this because if I could control this, I was going to get to this imaginary destination that much faster. And because I was so focused on controlling like my workouts, my eating, all of that stuff, I didn't have time for anything else. It was wake up, go to work, work out, come home, meal prep, all of it. Just there was all so tunnel vision and not saying that that's good or bad, but for me, that's such strict control, that tight grip on it having to be perfect, it having to be just this one way was exhausting. And yeah, it's, it's hard not to miss the validation you get when you lose a certain amount of weight, work out in a certain way that things are deemed healthy. Yeah, it's always kind of nice to people say that you look good. But there's always that little hint at the back where it's like, wow, if I'm getting praise for how much weight I've lost for how I look now, how bad did I look before? How hideous was I before I had done all this that now people are like, oh, good gosh, thank goodness she lost that weight because whoo. And I think that's what we don't think about when we compliment somebody on their weight loss. You don't know that backstory. You don't know what got them to this place that maybe it wasn't healthy the way they've done that. Or maybe the friend next to you who's a little heavier, who's the quote unquote before, what does that say to them? You may love them dearly, but they just heard that their body is not acceptable. It's not worthy of praise and of compliments. So that's why that's such a dangerous slope. And that's why I've stopped complimenting people on that. Because you just don't know the backstory of where that weight loss has come from. And quite frankly, there is a million more things that I love about my friends and the people in my life that I would much rather compliment them on than a momentary physical appearance because it's all momentary as hard, try as hard as you want your body is going to change and you may have you may fight against that all you want but to really embrace the beauty and the pleasure and the relief of letting your body just be that's indescribable to really not have to worry so much about earning and deserving every morsel of food that I put in my mouth, of worrying if I worked out hard enough to have earned that cheat day or having that extra cookie and being like, oh, 
I know this means a two a day tomorrow. I don't have to worry about that. And that is liberating. But as an aside as well, I do honest, I realize that even though my weight has gone up, I am still seen as acceptable. My body size is still small enough that people wouldn't think twice about it. And I don't have to deal with any of the harassment or the issues or the discrimination that people in larger or more marginalized bodies face. And that was a hard lesson to learn as well. And that a lot of that came with diversifying my, my social media feed, first and foremost, was seeing these people in just an, a beautiful array of different body sizes, different ethnicities, different colors, all of that. And learning to see that there is beauty in those differences and really listening to those who are the champions for the more people in more marginalized bodies because they're the ones who need to be leading this and letting taking my lead and taking direction from them on how best to support people who maybe don't have the privileges and don't have the advantages that I do. And by diversifying my feed, it really did help me to process the internalized fat phobia that I think kept me on that diet hamster wheel a lot longer than I would have liked. Because I, the reason I did so much and I fought so hard was because to me, the worst thing that I could see happening was to get fat, to go back, to have given up again, to be this person that is not felt as acceptable as I thought she was. And I think most of us carry some of that internalized fat phobia with us. I would venture to guess almost everybody has, regardless of how far in your journey you are to maybe being a more intuitive eater and worker outer. Wherever you are in that journey of coming to love and accept yourself, you're always going to have these moments of, oh, wow, Uh, did I catch a bad angle? And that voice comes back that says, you know what it says. I don't need to tell you. But we have to get past that the worst thing in life is to have a body that has fat on it. Because they're, it's just mean. It just is. And to the people you love in your life who maybe have a different body shape than you, Do you love them any less? I mean, really? And we're not talking about this coming from, well, I just want them to be healthy. Well, of course, but an outward appearance does not in any way, shape or form dictate your health. There are skinny people who are unhealthy and there are fat people who are unhealthy, but there are also the flips about that. You can see people in bigger bodies who are very healthy. You cannot judge that by an outward appearance. And as a side note, nobody owes you health. And that's kind of ableist to think as well, but that's something that we can get to at another time. But coming from a place of just love and acceptance and maybe taking that out of your rotation of things you talk about. Because I know that sometimes as women, especially if you identify as a woman and you've been with other girlfriends, Isn't that something that becomes natural for us to do? We get together and we pick ourselves apart. It's a way that we bond to say, oh my gosh, I'm going to get so fat from eating this. Oh my gosh, look at the size of my leg. Oh my, 
it's this ritual that we have normalized that we need to stop doing. How about we talk about your promotion at work? How about we celebrate that you did a home renovation project? How about we celebrate that you finished a paper for your PhD? How about we celebrate a billion other things about you other than that physical appearance? And how about we start to look past for us, for each other, for anybody in our lives, that physical part and reconnect to that internal, somebody's brain, their personality, their being. It's nothing to do with how they look on the outside. And I'm, it's still a work in progress for me as well. While more often than not, I have days where I can appreciate the way my body looks, but because I'm on video a lot for my job, I won't lie. There are angles when I'm in teaching a yoga class that I catch that I'm like, oh, okay. And I just kind of have to keep moving because it's... It takes me out of the moment. It takes me out of being present for class and present for the people there. Because I would venture to guess that anybody in one of my classes is probably not picking a part that they can see a roll, that they can see a little bit of fat. They're like, oh my gosh, could she please stop counting so slowly? I'm pretty sure that's what they're thinking. Can we please put my arms down? I'm getting tired now. This was more challenging than I expected. So I want you to take some time and really think about the positive ways in which your body has changed. How can you celebrate those changes? I can still celebrate. I've got wonderfully strong legs, really powerful arms, and a pretty decent core because I do a lot of yoga (laughs) and I do other workouts in there as well because I enjoy them because I love them. But I also feel like I give a really great hug when I'm a little bit poofier. I don't know. I have to ask those people in my life. But I want you to really start to celebrate yourself, which is why this week's uh, BYOB moment is a great one. It is something that I use with my clients all the time, and I call it the mirror exercise. You're probably familiar with some version of it, but next time you're feeling up to it, I want you to look at yourself in the mirror. You don't have to be naked, but try to be in like your underwear, a bathing suit, something like that. Something where you don't have a lot of clothes really obstructing how you look at yourself. We're going to pick one part. I don't care what it is, arms, legs, stomach, head even. And we are going to say some nice things about it. But I was like, oh, I like my smile. You have a beautiful smile. But I want you to be more functional instead of aesthetic. So I want you to, I love my arms because they let me hug my partner. I love my legs because they take me on hikes with my best friend. I love my core because it allows me to do my favorite workouts. I like my arms because they allow me to pick up my baby. I want you to be more functional about what your body parts do instead of focusing so much on how they look. We don't have to equate how we look with our self-worth. You're worthy of all kinds of wonderful, amazing things just as you are. But let's appreciate our body for the functions it does. 
for the things that it carries us through day in and day out. That deserves to be celebrated. You deserve to be celebrated. So I want you to take your time. You can, and then repeat that throughout the day. Next time you catch your arms in the mirror, be like, I love these arms because they let me play basketball or they, whatever it is. But write these things down. Start a note in your journal. Start a things of, I love my arms because. And then when you have those days, which are gonna come again, where you're feeling a little bit like you wanna poke, prod, and tear yourself apart, you're gonna pull that journal out and you are gonna have a list of things that you can look at and realize, oh my goodness, my body is pretty great. So I would love to hear what you came up with. I wanna help celebrate your wonderfulness. Anything you wanna celebrate, please feel free to share that on social media. Let me know so that we can give everybody a little bit of extra cheering here. As always, reach out to me on social media. I'm on Instagram and Facebook at Lisa Thruston. Check out the website, authenticvictories.com. Don't forget, I have a free meditation for compassion. Uh, Just I'll put the link in the show notes. Click on that to download your free copy of that. Get to get on my email list as well. And then you can catch, catch up on all of the wonderful stuff that's always going on in the Authentic Victories world, in the BYOB world, and in Lisa's world as well. As always, I am so grateful that you would spend a little bit of time with me each week. That means the world to me. And remember, bliss is not without, it is within. Until next time.